welcome back. <laughs> Keep this in because this is the most authentic version of us. Of us. Hello. Hello. This is another episode of That's My Personal Business. The giggliest episode I'm sure we are going to have yet because today we have my roommate, my BFF, my old twin flame, twin Abigail flame. Evans Hello. on the show. Um, we are recording in our bed. <laughs> and yes, our not, bed. Not a typo out of our mouth. We no. currently have to share a bed before we move into our new apartment. We have we- like three more days yeah we have three more days but Four. truly there could not be more bonded friends than us but abby other than the fact that we share a bed and we're twin flames <laughs> why don't you tell everyone a little bit about you professionally yeah so i'm a makeup artist that's how i met eden was in the industry um we were working on a bridal shoot but i don't do bridal stuff anymore that seriously feels like ten thousand years ago it was it really those was. were two different people yeah it's it's jarring i wish we had a like behind the oh scenes my gosh wait we have shoot. to post a photo of us at your makeup even that thing mm. <laughs> maybe not <laughs> um, um but yeah so i'm a makeup artist i specialize in film and tv and then editorial editorial is mm-hmm. like the love of my life but films just a good time too i work for a tv show right now um I just moved to LA, clearly. Want to dive more into the editorial world here. And then I also have my own podcast. So it's called Makeup Mask. Yeah, I was like, tell everyone what it is. It's a true crime, paranormal beauty podcast. And it's just a good time. We have a lot of fun. I've got to get Eden on there. Yeah, if you're like into true crime, spooky, any of that goodness, it's like the cutest. And it's it's very lighthearted. Yeah, it's so lighthearted. Like you can even if you're like a single person who lives alone Mm -hmm. and you don't want to be like terrified all the time I feel like it's such a good podcast absolutely and I I actually even had one of your listeners or one of someone who followed you on Instagram but reach out to me and be like I know Eden like anyways but she was like I don't like paranormal but I like true crime and so the key is to go to the beginning or the titles of all my episodes and it says true crime paranormal yeah there's some monster stuff. We've got some Mothman. We've got mm-hmm. old legends. You know, just... But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, that just kind of started as a passion project, but here I just we love are. doing it. So here we are. Yeah, so we met five years ago, and we, like... But we, like, weren't really friends Mm-mm. because I was a skeleton of a human, as I've talked about on this podcast for years. But Abby and I became, like, super good friends towards, like, the end of my marriage. I feel like mm-hmm. that's, like, literally, like what brought us together which is so weird but was it was our first like conversation you being like because me I'm just an open book yeah I think I was talking to one of the models was my friends and being like I just had couples therapy and I think maybe you overheard and asked me about it yeah I literally think that's like kind of how we started becoming like outside of work yeah people and now look at us we share a bed in Los Angeles (laughs) (laughs) what a glow up it's my favorite thing to tell people and see their face when they're like what do you mean you yeah share like, my sisters even i was like well we share a bed and they're like you mean a room i was like no we share we a share, bed literally have shared a bed because abby's only been here part-time and now we're like yeah. getting a two-bedroom obviously yep. but anyway that's that's, that's it that's but the whole thing we freaking i'm so pumped for today's episode because <laughs> we're talking about untamed which if you follow abby or you follow me or you follow both of us that's it, all like, you'll ever yeah see. literally i love this book more than it is my new bible yeah, it is too. my religion and i mean that genuinely not yeah. in a sacrilegious way no untamed is like the book that at first i was like every single woman should read this but now i'm kind of like every single no person person should read this book like this book is so good so i think oh. no it's fine um so untamed glennon doyle by glennon doyle lord our lord and savior I love her so much. I got to see her speak Did in you? person. Um, yeah, I was at this retreat called Brave Girls. I've okay. told you about it. It's yeah. by Melody Ross. She's an artist. She's amazing. You should look her up for sure. Um, but she hosted this, like, bonanza. I know that's not the right word, but that's what it felt like. <laughs> bonanza. And Glennon was there speaking. And it's really interesting because it was when Love Warrior, her second book, had just come out and she had decided to stay in her marriage but actually like when it came out was when she had met her partner abby now so i think i saw her like in the midst of it wild Mm -hmm. wild okay so yeah so we should like give some background on untamed so glennon 
was and like you'll read about this in the book so I don't like give too much away but she basically like was in this marriage she had kids with a man mm-hmm. um and he cheated on her right yeah like the throughout whole the marriage. marriage um she stayed in it and she kind of talks about like her journey through that and then she ended up meeting her now partner Abby a woman mm-hmm. and her name's Abby right yeah okay as I was looking at you and I said, Abby, I was like, wait, did I just, like, think it was Abby because <laughs> no. I'm looking at you? Um, no, she Abby. met her now partner, Abby, and she just, like, I think what I love so much about this book is that there is literally something in it for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone we've talked to who's also read it, I love talking to other people who read it because everyone gets something different out of it based on, like, the time of life that they're in. Yeah, it's true. Even that we did a book club during quarantine. Yeah um that you hosted and everyone said completely different yeah points which is so sick like and i think that's why i like have no hesitation recommending it to literally anyone no matter what they're going through because there's something in it like for everyone absolutely and sometimes i feel like you'll have a conversation and you're like oh did we even read the same book yeah because it just it go it's so multifaceted is that right where there are just so many different sides to it and i've even I, I feel like I just want to keep rereading this constantly and just over and over. And I feel like every time I'm like, oh, I don't even know if I read that the first time. But I did. But yeah. it's just what sticks. So. It's literally the so. best book. So what you're going to – but we're going to talk about our experiences with mm-hmm. it today. And But no matter – but the, that's the thing is, like, even listening to it, you should read it. Because, like, you would probably pull something totally different than, well, like, yeah. what we did. And, like, especially, like, me and Eden are both coming out of divorces. Like, we'll probably – touch on a lot of points with that yeah but that's not what this book is about this no. isn't a divorce book this not isn't all. a relationship book at all this is oh, just it's like, like a racism a life. book a it talks family yeah. motherhood it talks about divorce, everything like finding yourself as a woman self-love like yeah ev- it everything. touches every piece there's something in it for everyone i can't stress and that also enough. it's not just for women i want to say mm-hmm. that again i gave it to my dad to read this is like mm. my favorite, this is my favorite thing <laughs> My dad loved it. My dad, like, loves self-help books. Like, and so I was like, you should read this one. Like, I don't know if you'll connect to it as much because this is, like, when I first read it and it was getting so pushed as, like, a woman's, mm-hmm. like, book. Um, And so I gave it to my dad and he, like, texted me a photo of it and was like, my daily dose of vitamin G. Oh. I feel like I need to find that text and, like, include it. You should, it in like, this... put it, like, show notes. Yeah, it's like, so show notes. It's so cute. Like, he loved it. It's for everyone. Um, But to just go along with who me and Abby are as roommates and people before we dive in, we are going to pull pull some little oracle cards for you guys here listening to the podcast because i don't know i want good energy i want good energy around this episode i feel like we have such good energy going into it but i'm gonna pull my question will be like what whoever's listening to this what do they need before they like i think that'll kind of be both of our questions yeah right that's what it's gonna be but we're pulling from two different decks they're both by rebecca campbell i'll link it in the show notes i'm doing the work your light deck so let me just shuffle these motherfreakas hope you guys listening to card shuffling a little asmr (laughs) (laughs) oh i bet that actually sounds terrible i'm so sorry i'll take that away from the mic for all of your sakes okay but you just like for those of you that don't do oracle cards shuffle them up hold them by your heart say a little thought easily the most unprofessional episode of this podcast that will ever <laughs> that will ever air i'm just i say we just pull one each yeah one each that's it screaming at me here we go also i'm not gonna read the whole thing unbound releasing soul patterns contracts and past lives Ooh. i think you should just read the whole thing okay. unless it sometimes unless it, they get a little sometimes long sometimes they're a little long so let's see let's find it okay unbound it is time to release old soul stories that have been playing out in your life they are coming up to be healed there has never been a safer time to clear these patterns than right now take a look at patterns in your life that you are ready to release ancient vows and contracts that your soul made that have an expiry date it could be about silence or chastity or poverty it's time to un- unwind them this is the life in which you free yourself from trauma of past lives Ooh, love love that also i would like to say this is like something i wish someone had said to me sooner past lives don't have to be like you believe in reincarnation like i feel like i've already lived lives within my 24 years on mm-hmm. earth now and i think that's something people need to remember that it's not even like like i'm like i think of my marriage as like a past life so like it's anyway just to clear that that up for like people that aren't super woo and aren't thinking that they've like lived 
thousands yeah. of lives before this. Okay. Um, what old ways of being have an expiry date? When you name them, you claim them, and they stop holding power over you. When acknowledging these old patterns, it is also important to acknowledge how they have served you up until now. Oh, I love that. I love that. I think that's really important I think because, well, we'll get into we'll that. We'll get into it, but we, it, it all comes full circle. It, it really is about <laughs> For example, a, like this, a soul pattern of playing small caused by a soul fear of being seen or sharing your voice would have served you by keeping you safe. Okay, catch me sobbing. Um, in order to grow, you now need to soften by receiving and calling in support. It's time to unbind from the old ways of being that are no longer sustainable. Oof. I don't know who needed that. It was probably me. I think but. it was me, honestly. I think it was all of us. I just us. pulled cards for me. I think it was all of us. Okay. Everyone. Okay. So I'm pulling from the Starseed Oracle. It's by the same Rebecca, Rebecca Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Honestly, these cards are kind of a snitch. Like, they make me cry they all come the time. Your these throat. ones are mean. Yeah. But there's like the Work Your Light deck is like a little light and fluffier. The uh-huh. other one's kind of like, if you're really looking to get called out, this is this the is deck the for you. Yep. Okay, so the card I pulled is Star Family, which just feels, like, amazing because I'm, like, we're, like, okay, this is for the collective listeners and us and everyone right now. So, You're part of a team of souls. Call in support. At some stage, we're each part of a soul cluster, a gathering of souls who broke away from one another to experience themselves individually. Those who are part of your soul cluster are part of your star family. The star family are those souls who are cut from the similar cosmic cloth you haven't just experienced lifetimes together your souls were actually once one eden is this us this is so cute (laughs) it's very common for star family members to incarnate at similar times to work Mm. on anchoring a similar frequency of life and to cross paths with each other you know that someone is part of your star family when you feel like you know and remember them from the moment you meet they feel instantly familiar and comfortable Time passes both quickly and stretches when you're with them. You feel more yourself with them than with anyone else. It sometimes can feel like looking in the mirror because in a way you are. Often you'll go out of your way to help those in your star family instinctively knowing it's part of your path. When a star family member dies, you feel it very deeply regardless of how long you knew them. A certain soul mourning or soul breaking occurs. Think about the people in your life. Who do you feel is part of your star family? If this card comes up in a spread, it's likely you've met someone who's part of your star family or you're Cute. about to. So I'm sorry, guys. That I was for me that. and Eden. I'm going to be honest. So this that just like felt like that leads us the in beginning so perfectly. And, yeah. Yeah. That was the perfect step into our conversation. And yeah. I'm just I'm just going to take a moment. Oh, no, this isn't going to be OK. We're both doing our crying dance. But we like, this. guys, Anyone who knows Eden is the luckiest person on the planet. Oh, no. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, I don't know how deep I'm going to go into my story in this episode. We'll go into it. But I couldn't have gotten through what I've gotten through without you. <laughs> like, you have been, like, my person and, like, my rock. And I'm so grateful to know you. Like, Anyone who knows Eden is so lucky and, like, I'm so proud of you for making this podcast because I know it was, like, a big kind of, it's, like, a scary thing to put your voice out there. Um, Oh, no. This episode is actually just people listening to our love affair. (laughs) No, but I'm so proud of you and, like, thank you. I know that you have so much valuable information to share with other people and I'm just proud of you for being brave enough, too. And you're gonna help people and you do help people and, like here's one person who you've saved their life so i love you so much thank you (laughs) so okay i was not okay i was not prepared i love you so much i love you also thanks that like means so much and that's like what i want this podcast to be too is like i want it to just be like a community and like a family yeah like a family like i just want it to be a place where like women but like people in general just like really feel welcome and empowered and like like we're gonna talk about with glennon just like a safe space a safe space and like not only a safe space to like feel all the things and like be vulnerable but also like a place that is like encouraging that like you can do everything you want to do Mm -hmm. like everyone is so capable of like this beautiful and incredible life and like i don't just want everyone to feel that way um let us begin i say Let's just take turns going back and forth. Literally, my Untamed book could not be more marked up. I know. But I have my key points bookmarked. So, 
I say we just should we just take turns? Yeah, I know. I know we talked about like okay, this is gonna be. I actually forgot about this part until I like just found it and said it to you. Like because I have other favorite parts, but now that I'm reading this, I'm like, oh shit, this was such a powerful part of this book. It's in like the first. It's on page sixty four. If everyone just pull out your pull out your books, everyone turn to page page sixty four. Um, but I feel like this is, like, the first thing that I have bookmarked, bookmarked in the book, and, like, I feel like this is when I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, I feel so seen. So, she says, um, the facts were right there in front of me to see, but the truth was right there inside of me to feel, swelling, pressing, insisting, and then, like, in italics or whatever, like, you know, so you know it's really important. <laughs> it says, there is a life meant for you that is truer than the one you're living, but in order to have it, you will have to forge it yourself. You will have to create on the outside what you are imagining on the inside. Only you can bring it forth, and it will cost you everything. Ooh, I got chills. I, this, like, immediately makes me think of when I was having those dreams that I, like, do you remember when I, that started happening when I mm-hmm. moved for here to LA? So, in, like, the depths of my marriage I started having like these dreams of like another life and like it was so weird it actually would like really piss me off <laughs> like I'd be super angry because yeah. I was just like why do I keep having like these dreams of like me in this other life I literally think I was living in California in them and I was like so happy and I just remember being like angry like I just was like why can't my life feel like that now like why am I in this life that like I'm feeling so much pain um And, like, that is one of the reasons that I put off my divorce for so long until I just couldn't do it anymore is because, like, I knew it was going to cost me everything. Like, I knew it was going to cost me absolutely everything. And, like, for anyone that's ever made a big change in their life, I feel like that's how it feels is you're just, like, I don't even know what's on the other side of this. Like, what's going to come next? And, like, when I moved to LA, I just remember I kept having, like, the strongest deja vu. But it wasn't even deja vu. It was, like, oh, shit, I dreamt this. Like, Yeah, it was, like, I've seen this before. Like, I've literally already been here. And it was the coolest thing to feel, like, so aligned with, like, this literal dream life. Yeah. Um, I actually had a similar kind of experience. I think I told you about this, but when I was first going through my divorce, I just remember being, like, so lonely and so, like, I'm going to be alone forever. I mean, I'm not lonely because I have amazing friends and family, but, like, romantically. And I had a dream one night, and I didn't see his face. I didn't see anything, but I was just, like, with someone, and we were just laughing and happy, and I just, like, felt seen, and it was just, like, you're going to feel seen by someone again, and, like there's no rush like you've said it to me like yeah they're coming as fast as they can coming you know as fast and, as they can, yeah. but yeah I think it's like sometimes the universe will kind of slip those little visions yeah. into our dreams or just into our daydreams to remind us and they're not it's like I mean Glennon talks about this and this is a huge thing in the book but the knowing like mm-hmm. knowing what's what we are worthy of and what's coming like I think I think we our brain subconsciously kind of yeah aware of when I what's think coming too, like, to us no matter what you feel like or if you're like religious or like whatever yeah. like some people feel that as like god's holy spirit like yeah. we were raised with that being mm-hmm. like the spirit of god like now to me it's like the universe yeah. like an energy but i think like but yeah it's even like daydreams like you mm-hmm. know that there's something bigger for you out there and yeah. like and like she says is it's like the one that you're imagining like the one that you're already imagining on the inside like you can and you have to create it on the outside like and you can do it it might cost you well everything it's funny because what i bookmarked one of the big ones is page 74 everyone just (laughs) turn to your next page dude i yeah okay um but glennon says if we are truly alive we are constantly losing who we just were what we just built what we just believe and what we just knew to be true. I've lost identities, beliefs, and relationships. It has hurt to lose. I've learned from um, that when I live from my emotions, the knowing and imagination, I'm always losing. What I lose is no is what is no longer true enough. So I can take full hold of what is, and I really do believe like that. That couldn't be more true. Like loss yeah. is painful, but loss makes space for what is meant for you yeah Ooh, it's like what was that thing you told me the other day about like carving out mm-hmm. so it was um oh what's her name ruth 
Oh, Ruthie Lindsay. Ruthie Lindsay. I was listening to her on a podcast and she said, you know, let me pull up the quote. I have it written down. I don't yeah. want to No, it. I want to hear it because I just remember you telling me it and I just... Well, we were talking about how... And I literally was talking about that in therapy this morning that I have never felt more pain than I have in the last year, but I've like never felt more joy. And exactly. we were talking about how like emotions are kind of like a bandwidth and like the more it expands, the more you can feel all the good stuff, but like yeah. there's no way you're going to feel it unless you feel no, it the opposite like end. you can't yeah. feel one without the other. Yeah. That's, yeah. So it says the deeper sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. <laughs> Which is so true. Um, like I, this year I got divorced and I like choosingly walked away from everything. Like I like everything. 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 I've never seen someone walk away from more. I life. didn't have a pillow. Like, yeah. Like, my parents gave me one, obviously, right? Yeah. Like, but I, and that was, like, partially my choice. I just didn't want it, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I, holding on to all of that, and also I feel like I could go into this whole, like, self-organization and clutter yeah. thing. That's a whole other thing, like, creating your space. But that gave me the perfect foundation to start, like, building everything up and... I just had so much space to let so many good things mm-hmm. in, and I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> we can get into that not on air. Um, <laughs> okay, to go along with that, back on page 71 is when she freaking just, I'm like, do we recite this every yeah. morning in the mirror? Yeah. Um, but she is talking about, like, these beautiful, world-changing, like, life-changing relationship relationship changing like things that we can do that we're imagining and like it might take us a lifetime and then she goes luckily a lifetime is exactly how long we have which i'm Goosebumps. like yes glennon why yes. do i feel like i've never read that part i've read the next part yeah but, the next okay. part's so good but that part too i love the like mm-hmm. a lifetime's all we have because i think sometimes we feel so rushed like we yeah. feel so and i know i get this way where i'm like why am i not perfect yet like <laughs> i've done so much work like why am i not there yet there's still so much work to be done but it's like i think we're always gonna have so yeah, much work it's always too. a journey like mm-hmm. it will never it's never a destination which is like the cheesiest thing ever but, but it's I true it's it, the but, truest yeah, thing that's why they're cliches is because they're true <laughs> Okay, they're true. I'll actually read this part now instead of just like blabbering for 10 years. Okay, so she goes, let's conjure up from the depths of our souls the truest, most beautiful lives we can imagine, the truest, most beautiful families we can fathom, the truest, most beautiful world we can hope for. Let's put it on paper. Let's look at what we've written and decide that these are not pipe dreams. These are marching orders. These are blueprints for our lives, our families, and the world. May the invisible order become visible. May our dreams become our plans. I literally have goosebumps first yeah, of all all over my me body too. second of all just exclamation marks point drawn all just over cir- that page. I, I literally have things circled in this book and then wrote omfg next oh, to it like it's yeah. the excitement like, is there cuss words in here yeah. but like of excitement that mm-hmm. i've written and i just like this was so powerful me to for me to read too because i moved i read this when did i get on t- i think it literally was when i first moved here yeah i was just like i'd left everything i'd lost like so much in my divorce i like getting to LA was such a disaster like getting to LA was such a mess like especially in a pandemic yeah and then and then the home order came out the day I moved in literally the day I moved in was when mayor um mayor whatever I can't remember his name for some reason sorry sir um so sorry your majesty um (laughs) put out the home order like it was just such a shit show the timing the timing was perfect like it was a shit show but it was exactly how it was supposed to be but I just remember that first month or two here in quarantine just being like what am I doing like what is going on this was so powerful to read because I just was like oh my gosh like I have completely redone my entire life within a couple months like my life is completely different and like I need to keep pushing and like I have this beautiful dream life and like it is not a pipe dream like no it's not it has to happen like I will make it happen it is happening I remember driving home from the beach a few weeks ago and I literally turned to you and Seth and was like this is what I always wanted my life to be like I feel like I'm living my dream life yes like this life that I literally wanted even as like a child and like forget about even like my divorce but like even as a kid we're living it yeah like every time I drive into LA (laughs) and I see the skyline I literally like have a mental mini cute break but in the best way mental very main character lots of main character character moments moments. lots of dramatic music lots of oh my gosh we have (laughs) screamed to so much 2000s music but i just think this is so beautiful and like 
something I never took seriously where people would tell me like you create your life or like mm-hmm. um I just did an episode with someone and they were talking about how like you create your destiny and I'm like I feel like I never really even yeah. soaked that in until now that it's like you really, you really do. do like and you need to make like you owe it to yourself and to the yeah. world to make that happen yeah I actually um had an experience I worked on a shoot last year a year ago from mm-hmm. now and this song came on Oh, yeah. And it's okay. So it's that sit still look pretty by diet. And I've always just had like these very big like passions and dreams career wise. That's always been me. Like mm-hmm. I'm just I was never going to be like the stay at home wife like yeah. that. Just, which if you are, that's fine. Which if you are, yes. that's if you great. would like to be that. Awesome. Yeah. No. And uh, yeah, I think that's great. It's just not me. Yeah. Not right? you. And I just remember like being like I've I've cut back on work like I'm just kind of like settling for like someone else's career I'm not like I'd been wanting to move to LA for four years at this point like I just and I remember like going home and like trying to talk about it and it just like the conversation getting nowhere and it's just nothing changing right and then a year later I was working on that same set last week and I turned to like one of my best friends mentor Cami Bessie and I was like I just remember last year I was sitting in this exact spot and like had these thoughts and here I am a year later I'm living in LA I'm happier than I've ever been in my entire life and all these things a few minutes later no joke the song comes on sit still look pretty we love a good man and I just look at Cammy (laughs) and then I look down at my phone 444 of course so angel numbers guys Abby is the queen of angel numbers like literally every time there's an angel number she sees it I've never met someone see so many angel I see them all day every day yeah. and I think that's just a little ping from the universe that's been helping comfort me and yeah show that me you're that like I've... where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. yeah which I love that like now you're out here full-time 555 has like kind of gone it's gone away, away which is wild because wait away. tell them what 555 555 means change is coming um so that one was really big. I was seeing it for a while because my divorce took a while. It's yeah. taken a while. And so I just felt pretty stuck. Yeah. But it was interesting. Even before we signed, like the two weeks before, all I was seeing was 999. And that just means like the end of a chapter is coming. Oh. Yeah. Like when I drove back to Utah this last time, like to get ready to like sign papers and I stuff. This. Yeah. I saw 999 like three times on the drive just that first day. <laughs> So, Dude, angel numbers that. are awesome. I feel like we could do a full, like, a full oh, yeah. mini-sode on that. I want to, yeah, we'll have to do one, because I don't know that much about them. Yeah, I'll teach like you all about them. them. I've spent lots of time yeah, studying Yeah, you're the them. master with them, for sure. Okay, um, you have page 76, though, don't you? That's you, sis. 76. Right? Yeah, okay. That, this one's for you. So, I don't even know where the actual line is, to be honest, but this is... That one? Yeah, but I feel like... That, that's the line, but that's not the exact line I have in my brain. The line that I just keep telling myself, and especially now that I've, like, really entered into this new chapter, and I'm, like, I feel like I've done all the work. I've, it's been seven months, and I've been able to, like, I didn't have a choice. I, yeah. I moved out of my house. I, like, got quarantined, and it was, like, so you're facing this. Like, yeah. you're, you have nothing to gosh, do. Quarantining when you're going through a giant life shift has is been one of the wildest things yeah. I've ever done. <laughs> but I wouldn't change the timing for the world because I learned so much and was able to sit with so much. But now that it's all coming and wrapping up, I'm kind of like, so what next? And I feel like I've pulled cards. I keep seeing this quote. I keep all these things. And the line is, I will never again stay in a situation that requires me to abandon myself ever again. Hmm. And that's the thing is I kept myself so small for so long and not even just in my marriage, but before, like that yeah. was just the personality that I ended up having for a lot of my life. Just, oh, sorry, just, no, it's um, good. just doing stuff for other people first. Yeah. And that's, it's good to help other people, but not at the expense of yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. then you don't have the cup to fill. Yeah. We, right? like, talk about this all the time. Yeah, like, you're good. And, like, that's what's on. I'm dying. I'm continuing the trend of saying the page number, though. I don't know why, but that's, like, what I've been doing. But page 76. Yeah. So, yeah, what's the actual but line it you're says, reading? because there's another one. I have it bookmarked, though. I think it's at another page, so mm-hmm. we'll probably find that one again, yeah. too. But she says, I will not abandon myself. Not ever again. Me and myself, we are death do us part. And oof I just think that is like so powerful and I think that is like 
something that's so hard when you get married so young is that you are like those developmental years and I know we've talked about this Mm -hmm. a lot where like I I tend to get really frustrated that like my developmental years were spent in such a bad situation but like your developmental years even if you're in like a really good marriage but like you're in a place where like you're giving your life unto someone else like during the time that you should be becoming your own person and like it was so I just remember reading that and being like I am I am the only thing I will have forever and like I need to love myself and like treat myself in the exact same way I would want my ideal partner to like I need to have this beautiful amazing like fruitful relationship with myself like or you can't with anyone else or you can't with anyone else let's just jump to my next bookmark 146 and it says I have everything I need beneath me above me inside me I'm never gonna lose me Ooh, I love and it's true like I mean I feel like I have my family and I have like I swear if if you leave me and we're not friends anymore, like, I'm going to come hunt you down. So yeah, in no world. <laughs> but, I'll like, I'm going to have, like, these amazing – but when it comes down to it, you really only have yourself. So yeah. it's really important to love yourself. I always thought self-love was such a cliche until I learned it. And, like, I – I don't know. It just changes. I love your, myself. I know. I'm like, well, I'm no, pretty it's great. Like you should like, and that's no. like, and I think that's something that is like slowly getting more normalized, but needs to more. Is like, mm-hmm. there's such a difference between like loving yourself and like being cocky or like being or proud like of yourself narcissist. and being cocky. Yeah, or God forbid, a narcissist. But we are not talking about that on the podcast. No. Um, but like. You should be proud. Like, why wouldn't yeah. you want to make why yourself proud? You? Like, and when you love yourself, you attract people who love themselves, too. Yes. That's the thing. So whether it's in friendships or relationships or whatever, like, it is really important to have relationships with people like that as well so you're not just sucking each other dry, yeah. you know? Well, and I think we've talked about this. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship with someone that's dying to be in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be with someone that needs someone to complete them. Yeah. I want them to be complete on their own. Yeah, exactly. And so I You don't want to fall be... in love with the potential of someone. You want to yeah. fall in love with someone and that's the same that others deserve too yeah and like i think that for me so easy to sit here and be like well i want this and this and this but they want that that and that too right so like and again i'm not only talking about romantic relationships i'm talking about friendships, friendships but yeah if you want a friend who loves themselves and respects themselves and holds themselves to a high thing then you have to be that person too yeah because why would they deserve well it's like do you want to be best friends with you like would you want to be best friends with you or like would you want to be in a relationship with you i would (laughs) dude i would spoil myself rotten let me tell you something and so like i think that's like like you should want to become the person that you would want to be in a relationship with or have a friendship with like yeah I don't know. I think that's such a... And, like, yeah, to death do us part. Like, you're the only person you're going to have until you're done. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, period. Period. <laughs> and that's on. And that's on. And that's the T. And that's the T. Okay. Ooh, 108. I feel like this might be a you thing. But also, no, this is, like, mm. both of us, I think. Okay. So she's talking about how she's at the conference and she meets... Dude, is it Elizabeth Gilbert that she's talking to during this part? I think so. Which, by the way, Elizabeth Gilbert is... She's the one that wrote big magic yeah which big magic if you haven't read big magic that's a that's insane a great book. book it's so that was like one of my first actually i've never finished it you haven't? Honest, i had a it. i had a long time where and it's like saying yeah. you knew you're gonna lose everything i wouldn't really dive into self-help um or like spiritual or anything yeah. and it's because i think i knew i was gonna have like to let down. go of everything yeah you know i knew yeah, that's true actually i knew I there was something all. wrong and I didn't want to face it yet. Wait, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about that, I'm like, I don't think I started until I started ending my marriage. Yeah. Is when I actually started being like, you know what? I actually, like, deserve to be happy and, like, mm-hmm. be better and, like, be treated nicely. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, she's talking about Liz and she's talking about... Which, imagine being in that friend group. Damn. Um, wow. Glennon and Liz, if you're looking for a couple of their friends. Name a more iconic duo. Name, name a more iconic duo. Yeah, we're, we're here. We can take your photos here, and do your ready. makeup. Slash, we'll just talk about good things. We are very high vibe people. i whatever you want in order to get into that friend group. I'll walk your dog. Yeah, honestly. Okay, she's talking about, oh, she's talking about how she got Lyme disease. So, like, a totally different game than like what we're talking about but again i think that's what's so great about like yeah. this book and everyone's experiences <gasps> oh like, i know what you're talking the, about okay yeah, yeah it's the line it's yeah. the line and so she's talking about how she like basically just kind of like let herself suffer almost mm-hmm. or like wasn't doing the things she needed herself to do 
And she says, <clears throat> everyone buckle up. She goes, I guess women, you can put in men or you can put in whatever you identify Just, as, yeah. but I guess women have to almost die before we give ourselves permission to live how we want. Ooh. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. But also that. very painful. So painful. Extremely painful. And I think that's like important to note on, like even with episodes like this, the podcast in general, conversations in general, is like, yeah, life is so amazing and like we can like take control so much of our lives, but it sucks mm-hmm. sometimes. Like and it hurts. Like it hurts so bad. There were times where I thought I was going to die. Like I was like, this is it. Like th- there's no way it gets more painful than this. Like mm-hmm. and but I, oh my gosh, that line, like, we have to almost die before we give, give ourselves permission to live. Like, and I just feel ooh. lucky that I almost died at age 25. Yeah. Like, and now I gave myself permission to live because I know there are so many women and who get to an older age. Yeah. And they feel that way. And you know what? It's never too late. It's though. never too late. It never No is. matter where you are in your life right now, like, it's never too late to and give also, yourself a beautiful life. I mean, I hope that I can take all of these lessons and, you know, keep living. But I may have to do this again. Like, well, yeah. not this. <laughs> not, not this. this. But, like, hard but, things. Like, we'll hard have to things. do hard things. Yeah. yeah. And you have to reality check yourself. Like, yeah. you don't learn a lesson once. You learn a lesson over and over and mm-hmm. over. And that's how you keep learning it, right? Yeah. And well, each time you're closer to knowing it, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think, too, like, even, like, the Reiki yesterday, mm-hmm. freaking that virtual Reiki that was so good she was talking about how like breaking ancestral patterns and like breaking Mm -hmm. past traumas and like that's something I've really loved learning about lately is um is it ancestral trauma or it's yeah like where it's like carried or generational generational and how it takes five generations to five yeah it takes five generations to heal from a trauma and like at first I didn't understand what that meant because I was like I don't really get that but it means that like it affects the next generation the trauma Mm -hmm. does and then the way that that affected them affects the next generation and that can go on for five generations and so I was like reading about how like you're not only healing for yourself but like you're healing for future generations or like the future people that you impact which i think is wild and i think that's Mm -hmm. almost like right because sometimes it's easier when you're in like the depths of it to like do stuff for other people than it is to do for yourself yeah and so i think that can be almost like motivating like if you're not in a space to like heal or like choose a better life for yourself you can do it for like the people that it would impact if you did well i just sense yeah i just remember we were facetiming i was just standing in my garage and i was like you know what i would if I knew that me going through this was going to help someone one day, like like my little niece. Oh, yeah, we were talking about our sisters. Yeah. yeah, my sisters and my niece. I was like, if I had to just go first, then fine. Like, I'd do yeah. it again, right? And I even kind of, like, feel like with you and the timing of our friendship, like, I'm so sorry you had to go first. But, like, watching you power through your divorce, again, only thing, like, one of the things that really helped me look into and, like, find my own strength to get through mine. So, mm. thank you. Of course. And I'm really sorry you again. had to go first, no, but thank you. <laughs> I would do it again. Um, and I think, too, with that line, right, though, like, but I think it's great if you can... Uh, if you can prevent yourself from almost dying. Yeah, don't get there. Don't, don't <laughs> wait. Possible. Let's not, like, test the waters and see how close we can get to almost yeah. dying before saving ourselves. But, like, sometimes that is what it takes. Yeah. And also, I want to reiterate, I'm not, like, yeah, you don't have to go through that extent yeah. over and over. But I'm just saying life happens, Oh, but yeah, life right? happens and we just, like, continually learn. And I think that's the thing is, like, things will continue continually like happen just until we like learn the lesson that we're supposed to learn like and i almost feel like and not that i'm like the perfect epitome of grace because i'm not like but that is and we've talked about that like that is one of my favorite lessons i learned from my divorce and i'm convinced that i could not i could not have learned it any other way like it had to happen this way for me to think about other people in the way that i do now because i didn't think of them like that before and i think my divorce literally like that into me like the lesson of grace and like how I think about other people and like giving them grace to know that like I have no idea why they do what they do like I have no idea what's going on behind closed doors and like I think that's the thing is like was it you I was talking to about this that it's Mm -hmm. like well I've talked about this in general like when you're in the middle of something it's okay to just be in it and to feel it and to feel that pain but that's what's great is as you start to heal from it you can always look back and find some sort Mm -hmm. of lesson and like the more you learn from it the more the future bad things hopefully won't yeah. have to happen or and like future lessons hard, yeah, or you'll know how to maneuver it can i tell you my favorite lesson yeah, that i learned from my divorce yes. and 2020 oh gosh, yes. and the pandemic and all of it you know just uh quite the year we've all year. had um 
joy is not external at all. Mm. It is completely within yourself. Like, I was locked in the house going through a divorce. I mean, we all were this year. Like, couldn't see friends. Couldn't see... I had shut out most people in my life. I wasn't talking to anyone for a couple months. Like, and... I really am diving this work, right? I'm doing all this. And it's, like, the day it clicked. Like, my sister came into my room and was like, oh, my gosh, you're back. Like, I can see the light in your eyes. Like, I... I'm even thinking of me and you the month we quarantined together out here. That yes. was one of the funnest months of my life. It and we didn't so do much. Happy. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, joy is not from external things. Joy is, like, from within yourself. So... I love that. Yeah. Like, and I think that's probably something most people have learned this year. Like... We don't have much yeah. control over our situations always, so, like, don't let that next trip be the only thing getting yeah. you through your week, or don't let... Well, and, sorry, keep going. No, no, no. Um, to go along with that, too, I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned in this year is that joy and, like, utter extreme pain can coexist. Yes. And that, like, actually any emotion can coexist. Mm-hmm. Like, my reality can suck even though people's other people's reality sucks more like that's been I think that's I wouldn't even say more or like in a different way but like but like it is like right like I can be frustrated at the things I'm experiencing even though these horrible things are happening in the world and that like I can be happy even though the extreme horrible things are happening in the world but I can also be so sad that those things are happening Mm -hmm. and like trying to engage in those and I think I feel like that month you quarantined out here we almost had to like navigate how to do that because we were so sad and like that was like when BLM stuff started like really popping up and we were trying to like get involved from Mm -hmm. like indoors like there was it felt so like helpless and like I think that's like a big lesson I've learned this year is that like every single thing you feel is Is valid valid. and your reaction is your reaction reaction is your reaction it's right yeah it's your reaction and because it's your reaction. They can all coexist at once. Like, you can literally feel every single emotion at once. Yeah. And, like, every single one of them is valid. Like, they don't cancel out the others. I mean, the, literally the day I signed, I was bawling and laughing at the same time. Like, oh. I was just like, I'm so proud of myself. But this is so painful. Like, yeah. this is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they can exist. They can coexist. And it makes you feel like a crazy person sometimes. Because yeah. you're like, how can I have two different emotions? Yeah. But, but it's valid mm-hmm. and like those things can totally coexist i love that also not la- i wasn't laughing i was just smiling <laughs> You're, like of- maniacally laughing <laughs> no, <and> crying. <laughs> no, no no i was just like proud of myself so i was smiling but yeah i think that's like a lot of trials like and mm-hmm. like because obviously like not everyone listening to is like getting a divorce i hope like i hope not everyone's doing that you're not but it's like a lot of trials have like a lot of joy like even this year in general has been for everyone like in terms of the world like me aside just everything going on in the world it's so awful like so many horrible things are happening but i think it's also like a cleansing fire i do too and i like feel so hesitant to say that but i'm like this is like the this is like the wake-up call the world needs and And it's just i hate that people are suffering because of it and i wish i could take that away but i'm so proud of the people that it does affect for persevering and like changing the world for for future generations i just i just thought of they're doing the work daughter being like my daddy changed the world like that video oh my gosh yeah like I'm just so proud and grateful for like the people that are really showing up and like changing the world like aka we're all proud of you I mean you're listening to this so you obviously care about bettering yourselves you care about other people you care about all these things so good job yeah I like yeah oh good good one good one team okay let's keep Um, let's keep chugging along okay so here's my next one and this one this goes back to, like, the abandonment as well, but I think, I think me and you grew up in a, I don't even want to say, it was more just a culture of the state we lived in. Mm-hmm. I mean, we grew up in Utah. Which, a lot of you are from Utah, and even if you're not, you probably know that Utah is, Utah's just, just a specific place. Well, and the thing is, everyone who lives there is aware of it, too. But yeah, no one's like like no one's like yeah. There aren't people who are like like most people are like yeah. This is the way it is, and it's interesting. Like I don't. Anyways, anyways, um, but there are just so many expectations as a woman as well, especially when you get married at age twenty and yeah, it's you a do very specific. Things. We'll just put it this way: it's a very old school. Yep, traditional tra- traditional culture. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember, like, when I got married at age 20, I was like, okay, yeah. So I just, I put on the wife card. I do all these things, like, you know, and just, again, this is my, this was my personality growing up. I just would try to take care of everyone else first. Mm -hmm. And 
this line on page 117 says, I'll abandon everyone else's expectations of me before I'll abandon myself. I'll disappoint everyone before I'll disappoint myself. I'll forsake all others before I forsake myself. Me and myself till death do we part, which this is completely just reiterating what you just said, but I almost think it like expresses it in a different way. Yeah. My train of thought. I'm so sorry. Wait, no. Can I try mine? Because it's yeah. the exact, it like goes okay. along with what you're saying. Yeah. This is my favorite part of the entire book, okay. as you know. And it says, anything or anyone I could lose by telling the truth was never mine anyway. And I am willing to lose anything that requires me to hide any part of myself. Oh, slap. The last so, line yeah. slaps. So that's the thing. Like, you don't want people in your life who, and not in a bad way, like not in a negative way. It doesn't make these other people bad, but they're just different, different just people different fit people. together yeah. in different ways. Right. And you don't. You don't want to bamboozle anyone into being your friend. Heck yeah. You I'm know? not convincing anyone to be in my life. No. If it's, <laughs> there's this Sierra Kerrigan, she literally, she's this like TikToker. She's amazing. But she did this video and she's like, if it's not an F yes, it's a no. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, with everything, with your job, with your relationships, with your friendships, with everything. And I totally believe that because what is meant for you will come to you. Yeah. If I'm 100%. not obsessed with it, I don't go. want it. And if they're not obsessed with me, don't want it. Don't want like, it. And like, tweet. if if it's like, yeah, <laughs> and tweet. That's it. Podcast is over. No, but like, yeah, if you are like trying to slide in time for a friend because you feel obligated, like an old friend from high school, like, then it's, it's sailed. The ship is sailed. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like, things can exist at certain times for certain reasons. You don't need to have everything forever. Like, yeah. there's a season for everything, and there's a season for pain, there's a season for joy. There are seasons where they all exist, right? But I feel like that got really rambly. I'm so sorry. No, that was great. But I just think, like, everything happens for a reason. And just trust. Trust that what is meant for you is coming to you. Yeah. And make space. And this is kind of tying back to our first point. But, like, make space. Yeah. And the good things will enter. Yeah. I I think what I, like, love about this part um, is that I tend to have the personality where, like, I have always been this way like Mm -hmm. even as a kid where like I will I will tailor my personality to the people that I am around and like I extra obviously fell into that in my marriage where and like in my 20s in general where I just was really I was existing in a way that was safe and like in order to do that I lost so many parts of myself and like hid so many parts of myself and when I got my divorce do I talk about my divorce too much on this podcast it's fine that's like my main teaching moment at the moment so it's gonna happen but um when it says like anyone I could lose by telling the truth was never mine anyway I that part just slapped because like we've talked about so many times I like remember the day you read that line yeah it like seriously like I just couldn't get over it because that was a really pain like I mean not the most painful because gosh there was so much worse that happened but like a painful part of my split was that like I lost so many people because like they didn't want to hear my truth and to be honest I didn't want to tell them anyway but like they were unwilling to think that a different truth even existed Mm -hmm. and they were like unwilling to think that there was maybe things that they didn't know and like that was so like that I'm willing to lose anything that requires me to hide any part of myself yeah. I just think is so powerful because like I will never put myself in a situation again where I lose myself no. like I've worked so, I'm gonna cry it's fine but I've worked so fine like I'm gonna think to also talk about myself in third person but like I've worked so hard to find her like yeah. and to like bring her back and oh, like no, I feel like I just like fought like to the nail to like get myself back and like I will never allow myself to disappear again like I'm so proud of you I love you you. (laughs) but like and I feel that way with anything right like that can happen to anyone in any situation it could be a job yeah where you have to like really hide who you really are and like you have I know I talk about this all the time but it's like you have one life yeah and I know that's such a cliche but like the moment that really sinks in for you like every like every tomorrow is not guaranteed like you could maybe just have today and i know that's kind of morbid but i'm like me always it could be a car tomorrow could be a car tomorrow <laughs> not great but like you really you have no guarantee this is all you have yeah. and like i that's like my like when people ask me what my goals for life are anymore i'm like i don't even have any i just want to be happy yeah. happiness is the only no goal that's I how i feel like i have no other goals and not in like a crazy destructive like i'm just gonna do it not, makes in, a, feel not in a hedonistic way no that's no where you get but in a bed. in a this is what makes my soul feel fed feel fed oh i love that yeah and like 
yeah that's my thing is i'm like i will never lose that again like Mm-mm. i don't care what it's it takes the best feeling in the yeah. whole world not for like money or relationships no. or a jo- like nothing no it's not worth it no um i also one thing that i've really taken from and i i think i've learned this a lot from you though is like i used to be a very passive person now Ooh, this is my favorite transformation you've now made. i'm a very direct person sometimes to a fault i've had to i've had to pull back a couple I love times it so right but here's the thing with learning how to be this way and it's really hard for me in work um and in life in general standing up and saying your true opinions and also saying what you need more than yeah, yeah more than anything saying telling people what you need it will save you so much pain like in the long run in the yeah. long run because what it's like 10 minutes of discomfort versus pulling something out and years of sitting oh my gosh, with it yeah so if you have trouble being direct or like i completely understand but in the long run it like saves your life it's so being direct is the best thing yeah yeah, yeah. and you taught me that because you've always been like this is what i need this is what i at least the way i've known you i think Thanks. i think you've talked about you were more that way in your business yeah at first. my business is always and like that's mm-hmm. i mean i talked about it on the first episode that's like yeah. i'm so grateful my business like kept that part of my personality yeah. alive when i was like not it that way yeah. in any other format. and i didn't have it in any way so yeah. and you have it in every way again and thanks and so do you the candor the candor it's the candor it's for the me. candor for me <laughs> um Okay, I have two more okay. quick ones. Do yeah. you have any more? I don't. Okay. Not that are... I mean, I could read I feel like both book, of these are, like, for both but... of us, though. We both love these ones so much. Okay, so on page 263... Um, oh, I already... She, that already rang a bell. This one's a banger. Um, a banger if I ever heard one. So she is talking about... And this is what I love about this one, too. This applies to literally anyone ever. Mm-hmm. Um, is she was like, how could he have... The, my question was no longer, how could he have done this to me? But how can I keep doing this to myself? Maybe instead of forever repeating, how could he have abandoned me? I needed to ask, why do I keep abandoning myself? Oof. That, you know, that will get you where it hurts. That yeah, that one. I um, feel targeted. Honestly. At me next time, Glennon. Thank you. Um, I just love that, though. Because, yeah. like, when hard things happen, it's everyone's natural instinct to be like, why is this happening to me? Yeah. Like, and, like that doesn't mean right that you're gonna like stop it from happening to you like there's stuff going on in my life right now where i'm like i have no control over what is happening right now but i control how i react and like i'm not going to allow things to affect me in a way where i abandon myself again or how i keep or like do something to myself that makes me change who i am or like change the way that i feel about like myself or my life can I actually chime in with an angel number moment to yes. do with this? Well, so you saying, like, why is this happening to me? Like, I've had so many days where I've been like, yeah. why did this have to happen to me? Like, this isn't July. Fair. Like, it's just all, yeah, yeah. Um, and honestly, since before everything kind of, like, really exploded, I've been just seeing two, 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 everywhere, everywhere. And I look it up, it means you're in the right place at the right time. Mm. And that's the truth, like you are exactly where you're meant to be you can change your situation and like that awareness i'm not saying that doesn't play into it but like things happen to teach you lessons mm-hmm. right and yeah i'm getting a tattooed two 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 there we go two 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 we love an angel number moment but yeah but yeah and i and i think too that's so empowering because it like takes the power back in your own mm-hmm. hands which like but i also want to say like i get that sometimes stuff happens and you well there are no things control. that you have no control yeah, you have but no control but I mean, yeah. Take it as take it as you take will. Take it as you will. Um, ooh, also I have highlighted below this, and this is just a quick snippet. We don't yeah. have to talk about it too long. But it says forgiveness does not mean access, which I ooh, I just point. Yeah, <laughs> can't see me, but I'm just that's pointing. The ticket. That is something that I have to continually remind. Well, no, yeah. I'm good at holding that boundary, but I'm not good at people making me feel guilty for holding that boundary. Mm. Does that make sense? Like with family or friends or relationships, mm-hmm. like people being like. Well, forgiveness means that you like look past it. No, no, forgiveness mm, does not that's mean access. The worst line you I've can ever forgive heard. people and cut them out. Yeah. Okay, let's end it Kay. on my favorite line what is that it? I'm gonna get tattooed. Obviously. <gasps> okay, this is like this is the best. Simple, sweet, to the point. Perfect way to wrap this Perfect up. Perfect way to wrap it up. The braver I am, the luckier I get. I feel like I could have said that smoother. That's one more time. One more time for the road. The braver I am, the luckier I get. Mm. Okay. Do you want to say your thoughts on it and then I'll say mine? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's even with 
what I just said about like candor and like being direct, like the braver I've gotten, the better things have turned out for me. When you ask for what you need, like things turn out, right? Yeah. Like you either are able to let go of something that wasn't meant for you anyways, or you get what you need. And like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't believe in like luck necessarily. I believe we create our own luck and that line yeah. really like epitomizes that to me. Yeah, so, I love that's that. That's my thought. Mine is that I think that line is so powerful to me, too, because literally growing up and, like, pretty much until, like, one year ago, I would always joke about how unlucky I am. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can even vouch for this. Like, I still think this. When stuff can happen, it does happen to me, like, a the lot. Car. <laughs> the car. My flight on Saturday. Yeah. Like, yeah. stuff yeah. that, like, can't, like, Murphy's Law kind of loves me. Not to brag. But <laughs> not to brag. Not to brag, but <laughs> Murphy's Law kind of digs me a little bit. He shows up for me a lot. Um, But, and so, like, growing up, I'd always be, like, I'm so unlucky. Mm-hmm. Like, and not, like, in a, like, woe is me way, but I kind of was, like, yeah, like, I just don't have great luck. Yeah. And, like, especially in the past year of my life, I mean, I'll say I've been brave. Like, and that's one thing I'm really You're proud bra- of. Oh. I'm gonna stop. You are one of the bravest people I know. Thank you. I'm yes. proud of you. Thank you. I'm you proud of myself. I'm like good. I'm proud of myself. I've done a lot of brave stuff this year, and now I look at my life and I'm like, how many times this year have I been like, I am so lucky. Like my life yeah. is so beautiful, and I'm so <sighs> lucky that it's life. yeah, it's such a beautiful life, and I'm so lucky and grateful that my life is what it is. But that's like twofold. Like yes, it's like been blessings from the universe, but like I was brave to get this yeah. life where it is. You moved. Like, to a new city <laughs> where you knew no one in the middle of a global pandemic. Yeah, like, I let's did just, some stuff. Let's just think on I that. I sold my house. You I, like, packed up. Yeah, like, I did, and I'm proud you of it. You did so much. Thanks, I'm so dude. proud of you. Thank you. Um, and I love that line. And I think that's, and I love it, too, because I think it's just a constant reminder that, like, when stuff scares me, I should do, do it anyway. Yeah. Like, I should just do it. Yeah. And, it's like, kind of fun. And like, be brave, yeah. And, like, like even when we were uh, Memorial Day, we, we went to my cabin and we went yes. to these sand dunes. And I was like, this looks terrifying. Let's do Let's it. We, do like, it. slid down yeah. this giant mountain on this horrible sled. Well, we've and, talked about this. Like, I got so fearful over the last couple years. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm, like, trying to actively do things that scare me super bad. Because I'm like, I should just make <laughs> yeah. sure I can do it. Like, I can do it. I like, can do it. I can do it. So let's just do it. Fun little like, adrenaline jump. Yeah, let's F around and let's get it done. Like, get it done. But it's, like, to yourself what you're capable of yeah too, and you're it's capable like, of hard things yeah you're capable of hard things and like the braver you are and the more you do stuff like that the luckier yeah. you're gonna get and like that's where luck really and i think that's what i love so much about life in general is that like this is the cheesiest thing and most woo thing i'm ever gonna say and like universe again you can substitute for like whatever your religious belief is but i think life is just like one big collaboration with the universe and like oh. when you show up and you're like hey <laughs> watch this like watch this this. like watch what i'm willing to put forward like how are you going to meet me in the middle like the universe or like the or like god or whatever like they're on your side and they want to give you like everything good so like they do that's the thing yeah like show up for the universe as much as you want the universe to show up for you yeah you are worthy because you were born Mm, I love that one. It's true. Is that from this? Um, I think I read it in something else, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I just it's know I say something. it a lot. It's yeah. from something. But, like, you are worthy because you Innately. were born of good things. Like, yeah. yeah. That's all. That's all I have to say. I, I think I can wrap up on that That's line. That's the tea. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm like, what else is there to even say? If you haven't read... I literally could if you have haven't read untamed you years. probably don't have to because we just read you the whole book <laughs> read, but i would but read it anyways anyway. a visual is nice yeah read it anyway it's like almost 300 pages of just like gold and like i'm so excited to read it again because i'm in such a different place already that i'm like yeah that i'll highlight 30 things that i didn't even mm-hmm. think of before. i was doing that yesterday yeah like these are when we first talked about doing an untamed episode these weren't things that, well one of them was but not necessarily passages yeah. i thought i would bring forward and Ooh, I love that. So yeah, read it for sure, no matter what stage of life you're in. And that's what's been so cool is like I even made my mom read it, and like so many different things stood out to her. Like the, she has like some really beautiful passages on racism that mm-hmm. I think everyone needs to yeah, read with everything I think going so too. on. Um, if you are white, especially like even just read that chapter, please, if yeah. you're unwilling to read the rest of it. But it's so powerful. It's so good. Anyway. You're so powerful. You're, you're so, so powerful. Good. You're so good. I love you. you guys listening. You're so powerful. You're so good. Everyone. Amazing. Okay, can ever tell everyone where they can find you though? Yeah, let let me remember my Instagram's name is. I do this every time. It's Abigail Evans. I know, but is there a period? Let's Honestly, look. I don't know. I'll link it oh, though. No. Yeah, it's Abigail Evans M U A. 
I just changed it, so Instagram. that's why I'm being. And then her podcast. Yep, okay, it's Abigail Evans MUA. And then my podcast is Makeup, Masking, and Murder. And follow both of those because she is the cutest freaking aesthetic on both. And she's so talented. And obviously, we're in love with each other, so it's fine. <laughs> thank um, you. But thank you guys for listening. Abby, thanks for being on here. And thank you. we will see you guys next time. Okay, bye guys.